This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome, everyone, to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. I hope you're enjoying your Sunday so far. I know I am right here in New York City. And uh, we are armed and ready to deliver justice to our great listeners here on the Red Apple Audio Network. Another crazy week in America and I got to tell you if you uh, are don't think that Joe Biden is failing Americans in need then you are not watching the news Biden's FEMA actually turned down Ohio's request for disaster assistance after a toxic derailment Um, his EPA chief is urging residents at that train derailment site in Palestine Ohio to, quote, trust the government. Uh, that's a quote. Can I ask you something? That's You only use that line in a joke, not for real. Not when there's a toxic chemical and a hazardous waste plume in your town with everything dying around it. He actually says, this idiot says, trust the government. Nonsense. Even Senator Joe Manchin ripped into the Biden administration's lack of urgency. And... Pete Buttigieg, what a zero this Secretary of Transportation is. Let me give you a little background on this little guy. This guy takes the position, he was a small town mayor, everybody. He takes the position as Transportation Secretary with absolutely no experience. And he takes the first few months off when we're just recovering from COVID and we've got the supply chain mess. He takes it off. He takes parental leave, everybody. He's having a baby with his husband, and they having. Uh, he's taking parental leave off. Eh, you know what, everybody? Don't worry about the supply chain. He says, get your Christmas presents early. What a fool. And then the past few months, we've watched the airlines. They delayed. They shut down. They canceled flights. The biggest airline debacle in years. Three months of it from November to January, and this guy does nothing. And then we have this train derailment on February 6th. And this doozy, Mayor Pete, doesn't even talk about the train wreck days after. And when he does, I think it's 10 days later, it's in a tweet. Folks, it's in a tweet. And that's after he was embarrassed. He said, you know, train derailments happen all the time. Well, you know what? Senator Rubio from Florida wants Buttigieg fired, and so do I, and so should all of you. We pay this loser's taxes. He can't show up to Palestine, Ohio. We've got people suffering there. There is chemical waste. They did a slow spill of it. You saw during the crash this tragic plume of chemical waste. Now, let me ask you a question. Why do we have all of these dangerous materials like vinyl chloride connected to all kinds of cancers going through small towns where there are, on the average, every year in the United States, 1,700 trail derailments. So we've got dangerous chemicals that are hazardous waste and connected to ca- cancer, and we allow them to go through trains and on trains through towns, but it's worse, folks. You know what else was on that train? Semolina. You know what semolina is? It's wheat that we use for cooking. You know what else was on that train? Frozen vegetables were on that train. I'm telling you, there is a whole load of corruption here. The lobbyists in Washington have allowed, have allowed the railroads like Norfolk Southern 
to carry food for the American people along with chemically hazardous items. And then the Secretary of Transportation says, oh, it's no big deal. And they send the EPA. What a loser. He says, trust us, everything's okay. And then Norfolk Southern actually wants, if they're giving you $1,000, and these are poor people, these are poor people, forgotten people. They say, if we're going to give you $1,000, we want you to give us a, a disclaimer so you can't sue us. Well, Fox was on this right in the beginning and on my show, The Five, when we were like, there is no way we're going to allow you to take away these people's ability to sue when you are the bad actor in this, when you have allowed this kind of stuff to happen in the United States. And meanwhile, in addition to the plume We've got at least 3,500 fish, mostly small ones like minions and darters. They've been reportedly found dead along more than seven miles of streams. And if you don't think that stuff is going from the Ohio River on down, it's gonna, it, it, there's going to be long-term effects. If you remember, the EPA told us on 9-11 that everything was okay. The EPA says, has said that the water in Flint, Michigan was okay. I don't trust these people and neither should they. And I got one more comment. I am sick and tired of the illegals. When they break the law to come here, they show up and they get a place in a hotel in New York City and they get laundry services and they get food and then they complain about the food and then we take care of them. We can't do that for our own American citizens who are struggling to survive. Shame on Biden. Shame on all of them. Shame on this administration. And meanwhile, Biden's spy balloon fiasco manages to get even more embarrassing. The guy says, look, he comes out with a presser. This clearly cognitively declined president says, okay, we shot down three balloons. They're likely tied to private companies and recreation or research. And, um, but we shot them down. Uh, but the spy craft we knew was Chinese. Now they're telling us they knew when it left China. Give me a break if you believe that one. And we allowed it to hover over our sensitive missile sites. We allowed it to traverse over the United States. And you know what? We then shot it down. The policy, the way I figure it is, if you don't know what the balloon is, you shoot it down at a cost of $400,000 for a Sidewinder missile. But if it's China's, and you know it's China's, you allow it to traverse the United States, and you allow it to suck up whatever information it wants, and you don't shoot it down. The Biden administration has been weak and lenient with China. I think China, there's such a thing, you know, I talk about criminal privilege. There is such a thing as China privilege. And even Kamala Harris, that zero says, the Chinese spy balloon doesn't damage our relations. And you and I both know that but for those two guys in Montana seeing that balloon, they would never have canceled Blinken's trip to China. Because they knew about it, they said on January 28th, but they didn't, uh, they didn't tell uh, uh, Blinken that he wasn't going to go until a week later. Come on, folks. It's all a game with them. And the Biden administration is weak. And when they asked at the end of the press, or they said to the president, is your policy toward China at all influenced by your family's business dealings with China? He gets all teed off and he says, no, man, it's not.
this is our president of the United States. So we're going to be speaking with Gordon Chang uh, on China and the danger and the fact that the president didn't even talk about what a threat China is to the United States. And we're going to talk to Steve Malloy about the dangers of that uh, railroad uh, derailment and the danger to the people that everyone is denying. No, nothing to see here, nothing to worry about when people are in real danger. So that's my opening statement here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. And I want you to never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at t2t.org. That's t2t.org. And up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will be speaking with Steve Malloy about the toxic disaster in Ohio and the fact that it doesn't appear that anyone is coming to protect the American citizens who have been damaged by this disaster. Coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network. It's the Judge Janine Show. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is author, lawyer, and founder of JunkScience.com. that has been around since 1995, folks. Please join me in welcoming Steve Malloy to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, Steve. Um, he was an adjunct scholar at the Libertarian Cato Institute. Uh, and he's an adjunct scholar at the Competitive Enterprise Institute. Uh, he also uh, holds a BA from John Hopkins, a Master of Health Sciences and Biostatistics from John Hopkins. John Hopkins. He's also a lawyer from the University of Baltimore, Master of Laws from Georgetown. He's a real smart guy and has used the term junk science in public debate, which he defines as faulty scientific data and analysis used to advance special and often hidden agendas. Uh, he is a uh, an expert on this issue as it relates to the Ohio train derailment. So I want to I want to welcome Steve to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Tower show. So Steve, this past week, uh, I have been furious at the response of everybody to the people living in Palestine, uh, Ohio. It seems that the forgotten man that Joe Biden spoke about in the State of the Union uh, is uh, clearly living in Palestine, Ohio. Talk to us. Well, Judge, thanks for having me. Uh, I agree. Uh, You know, people are very angry in in Palestine because the EPA, Department of Transportation, the Biden administration generally, plus Norfolk Southern, have all let them down. I mean, Norfolk Southern has nuked the town. Uh, EPA came in, uh, Department of Transportation, State of Ohio, uh, and no one has been able to uh, give the people there the information they want. They know the people there know something's wrong, um, but you know EPA has uh, withheld data. Um, you know the EPA administrator has didn't show up till uh, late this week, two weeks after the accident. Um, you know, this has just been a disaster. They're telling people that everything is okay, don't worry. But of course, people smell things in the air. They smell things in their home. They, they see things in the water. Um, 
EPA says the exposures are safe, but of course, we don't really know what these people were exposed to when. And so I think that you know, Norfolk Southern is going to own every illness in this town going forward because everything is going to be blamed on this accident. When Okay, so you say that Norfolk Southern has nuked the town. I want to talk about what was on those trains. We know that there was vinyl chloride on the train. We also know that there was semolina, which is a wheat. There is also frozen vegetables of food. So what we've got are food products on a same rail car, uh, uh, road and cars that chemical, uh, uh, chemically hazardous uh, materials are on. How is that even allowed in America? Well, that's a good question. And, and you know, I, I don't know that we really know everything that was on that train, what chemicals were there. I mean, this is a whole problem with the government. And, and uh, you know, who trusts the government at this point? Let's recall that, you know, EPA, for example, said the air was safe, um, you know, at ground zero. And, of course, it wasn't. The government has said it was safe at the burn pits in Iraq. Of course, it wasn't. EPA screwed up the Flint lead, you know, uh, water crisis. EPA screwed up the Animus River, um, you know, with its shenanigans and then lied about it. And so who trusts any of these people? Pete Buttigieg has not been there. Michael Reagan took him a long time to get there. We don't, you know, EPA withheld the exposure data, just saying, just kept telling people it's safe. Who trusts any of this stuff? We really need an investigation. You know, I heard Mike DeWine uh, last week say that, um, you know, they had these, you know, weekend National Guard guys uh, doing modeling to decide whether, uh, you know, how, how they were going to handle that train car that was warming and which led to the controlled burn. I, I, I'd like to see that modeling. Um, you know, there's no air quality data for the day of the burn. I mean, this whole thing is just a cluster. It's, it's not getting better. Well, it clearly is not getting better. And to be honest with you, I just want to I just want to make one comment about Pete Buttigieg. The guy is incompetent. He was a small town mayor who gets a job as a secretary of transportation, doesn't show up for work for the for several months when we've got the supply chain problem and covid uh, because he's a new parent. And then we have the worst uh, airplane debacle in terms of uh, uh, delays and in terms of flights not even getting off the ground for months. He doesn't even discuss Palestine, Ohio, until, um, you know, somebody requires him to do it. In a tw- and then he does it in a tweet like 10 days later. This guy has never showed up. How well, dare these people even take a check from us? Right. Well, how about Michael Reagan? I mean, Michael Reagan, you know, in the two weeks uh, since that accident, Michael Reagan has been traveling the country, going to Kansas, going to North Carolina, talking about electric school buses, talking about spending Inflation Reduction Act money, talking about their stupid climate agenda. But What's his job should have been in, in East Palestine, Ohio, where they actually had an environmental catastrophe. Is he there? No. Why? Because he's an empty suit, and you know they want to avoid that like the plague. But of course, they were he was forced to go there. Um, you know, all these people should resign. You know, this whole diversity thing is not working out. Yep. They yep. need actual experts at these agencies, people that care, want to do the jobs, not these political clowns that are just interested in the you know Biden political agenda. Well, one of the problems is that, you know, Mike DeWine, who's supposed to be a good governor, I've been very disappointed in him. He didn't ask for FEMA until, I think, Thursday or Friday. And, you know, then they say, well, you're not FEMA eligible. 
first of all, Mike DeWine should have been out there on day one. And he didn't show up to the meeting that they the public meeting. These poor people are being asked to sign a disclaimer so that they can't sue this Norfolk Southern yeah. Railroad. And then we had another railway incident, I think, in Detroit, same railroad. I mean, why is this stuff not carried on a pipeline? Why are these small, poor uh, uh, cities in the in the in the crosshairs of this? Well, I don't know that uh, they could transport, you know, the limited amounts of vinyl chloride by pipeline. uh, But there is something to be said about the thousand train wrecks that happen every year. Uh, You know, you, you and I went to law school. We know that torts is filled with terrible stories of train wrecks. These things kind of always happen. Uh, but the problem is the government response, especially now. I mean, this is really bad. This was a catastrophe, and no one was there. Mike DeWine, you know, he's a nice guy, but he's a weak governor, you know, even though he is a Republican. He's a weak governor. His response has been disappointing. Uh, he has – he just – he, you know, it's, not, it's like he's not even using his brain. He's just – if you don't tell him something, he doesn't know anything. You know, well, the water's safe, the water's shame. not safe. It's a shame. It is a shame. And, you know, uh, in the end, you've got people who are saying they've got the, the, these problems and they're washing and they're supposed to brush their teeth with water when, you know, shouldn't Norfolk Southern not only pay for hotels? And let me ask you this. We pay in New York City for illegals who committed a crime to come into the United States. They broke the law. We put them in high-end hotels in New York City. And these poor people in Palestine, Ohio, they don't have a, they don't have a hotel. They have people lying to them saying it's okay when the fish are dead. There are no birds in the sky. They've got all kinds of issues with their skins and rashes and their throats. And they it's not safe. And you see a, a, you see a plume. You literally see a plume. You talk about law school. I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is knowledge. This is foreseeable. And they're telling everybody it's safe. I don't want to hear from this guy from EPA. And I want the experts to be objective experts, not the same ones they use for chemical spills that the big corporations pay for. I want a third party objective person in there give it testing. Well, absolutely. And I don't even know if those people exist because EPA certifies all these labs and these labs are dependent on funding from EPA and you know companies like Norfolk Southern. So independent, hard to come by. But you're absolutely right. I mean, Norfolk Southern, that accident nuked this town. Um, and, you know, it, it's the responsibility of Norfolk Southern and the government because the government should, you know, someone should be, you know, in, uh, inspecting these trains to make sure that, especially in a train that's carrying vinyl chloride. Okay. EPA has been telling us for the last 50 years vinyl chloride is, is a terribly toxic chemical. There's no safe exposure per EPA. And here they conduct this burn where you know, they burn a million gallons of this stuff. And then EPA wants you to believe that you can just come in the next day and it's safe. All right, Steve Malloy, I want to thank you for helping us this morning and giving us some insight into what's going on in uh, Palestine, Ohio. God bless these people. I hope they have some options in the end. Thank you for joining us on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Take care. All right. And up next, I will be speaking with China expert Gordon Chang. We're going to be talking about President Biden's presser on how he gave China a pass, but he took down those other balloons that apparently are nothing. It's all coming up right here on the Red Apple Audio Network.
This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a good friend, an expert on China. He's an author and a frequent guest on the show. And the reason he's a frequent guest is that he knows what the heck he's talking about. Uh, please join me in welcoming Gordon Chang to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Uh, I'll make this real fast. Gordon Chang, just so you know, is the author of The Great U.S.-China Tech War and Losing South Korea. Uh, his previous books are Nuclear Showdown, North Korea Takes on the World and the Coming Collapse of China, both from Random House. Now, Chang lived and worked in China and Hong Kong for almost two decades recently in Shanghai as counsel to the American law firm Paul Weiss and earlier uh, in Hong Kong as partner in the international law firm Baker and McKenzie. Uh, this guy is, he's the last word, folks, so I'm not going to waste a lot of time telling you how excellent he is. Take it from me, he's excellent. Now, so this week, Gordon, welcome to the show. We've got the president. This is how he tells it in the presser. He says, well, we had three balloons shot down. Those balloons are likely tied to private companies for recreation and research. And even though um, uh, we knew about the spy balloon uh, when it entered the Aleutians, uh, we didn't shoot that one down. So here's the conclusion. You got three innocuous balloons that they shot down, and the one spy craft, the White House, says they knew it had entered the Aleutians. They allowed it to hover over our sensitive missile sites, our nuclear sites, our intercontinental ballistic sites, and they allow it to traverse the United States. They let it do its work. And then they shoot it down. So my conclusion, tell me if I'm wrong, is if you don't know what it is, you shoot it down, even if it's a $12 balloon. Uh, but if you know it's China's balloon, you let it do its work, traverse the United States, and then you shoot it down over the water and hope that you can get something. What the heck is going on? You know, what the heck is going on? Um, clearly, the reaction of the Pentagon and the Biden administration to the Chinese spy balloon was inexplicable and certainly unexcusable. Um, really, what we have here is they said that they saw this balloon lift off from China's Hainan Island. They tracked it most of the way across the Pacific, and they should have shot it down as soon as it hit uh, territorial airspace over the Aleutians. That right. was January 28th. Right. Now, the, there's some dispute among... Uh, watchers about when the Biden himself first learned of this. But the point is, um, Biden, uh, the Pentagon should have uh, notified Biden as soon as it was approaching U.S. airspace. And that decision to shoot down should have been made on January 28th or earlier. Well, and the and the the decision was not made until after two guys from Montana see it in the air and then start calling, making phone calls about it. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me, Gordon Chang, is that if they knew about it when it left China, now they tell us that, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, all of a sudden they knew everything. Um, but they didn't cancel Blinken's trip to China until well after we knew that it was hovering over uh, Montana and our, our nuclear ballistic uh, missile sites. So I suspect that they would have allowed Blinken to go to China, except for the fact that we knew about it. Am I wrong? Yes. No, you're not wrong about that, because the president of the United States has been very clear. I mean, after the shootdown, um, Biden um, told uh, 
uh, Judy Woodruff of uh, PBS that uh, this was not going to change U.S. policy. I mean, how could it not change policy, Judge? And then he told Telemundo the following day that this balloon incident was, quote, not a major breach. Of course it was a major breach. Um, Biden wants to talk to the Chinese regardless. China sees this. And basically what Biden said after the shootdown was to Beijing, you do whatever you want. Send more balloons. We're not going to change our policy. And the American people should be outraged at that. And of course, then we have these following three objects. Um, We don't know where these came from. Um, And I don't think the president knows that it was not from China, Russia or some other power trying to spy on us. Well, you know, that's a good point, because he says that the three aerial objects that they shot down are likely not related to China surveillance. Now, Karine Jean-Pierre, the press secretary, says they haven't secured them yet. So how the hell do they know what they are to say they're not related to China? Because you and I both know if they're not related to China, they don't get shot down until they do their work. But now somebody from the White House came out earlier this week and said, well, it could be one of those used car lot balloons. So we send out a $400,000 Sidewinder missile and then we missed it. And then we send out another $400,000 Sidewinder. So we're at $800,000 for maybe a, 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 a U.S. car lot balloon or at some hobby club that lost their balloon. Is this, is this president so, so non-connected that he doesn't realize how hypocritical he is? You know, he, is, he doesn't take the three down. And he says, this is our policy. I still don't know what the policy is. And then Biden says, he says, when I first came into office, I instructed the intelligence community to take a broad look at the phenomenon of unidentified flying objects. Now, he's either lying uh, and messing with the truth or he's prescient, like he knew this was going to be an issue. Which is it? (laughs) I don't know. Um, (laughs) But I I can say, though, of those three objects, we know that two of them entered North American airspace from the north, and that suggests Russia. Um, And we also know that because the U.S. military is so capable that it could track the uh, location, the the lifting off of the first balloon, then we should be able to know something of the tracks of these other objects. Um, And uh, the Biden administration just needs to tell the American people, if we know where these things came from, then he needs to say that. Now, if these were really commercial objects or objects from a research institution, then you would expect somebody to complain that their objects were shot down. So far, we have only heard one um, party suggest that one of them might be theirs. We don't know about the other two. For the president to try to minimize this, I think is wrong. And by the way, we have heard um, the uh, reporting from CNN that uh, the administration thinks that Xi Jinping, the Chinese ruler, did not know about the Chinese spy balloon. And that tends that tends to minimize uh, the role of the senior Chinese leadership. Now, I actually believe that the Chinese military is so powerful that it can do what it wants. So it's a possibility, but I don't think it's the most likely possibility, given the nature of the Chinese system, which has become extremely centralized under Xi Jinping. Um, I just find that this administration is putting out a lot of information and all of it tends to minimize China's role, which therefore suggests that, as you pointed out, you know, Biden is is 
so hopelessly devoted to communication and uh, talking to the Chinese that the Chinese now know they can do whatever they want because there never will be any cost on Beijing for obviously a very dangerous, provocative violation of our sovereignty and perhaps even an act of war. Well, as I've said, even last week, I said never in the history of America have we had F-22 stealth uh, uh, jets uh, actually take down objects over the continental United States. I mean, the only time we've had fighter jets was at Pearl Harbor, but we've never had our fighter jets, uh, fighter jets engaged in any kind of mission over the continental United States, shooting down uh, uh, aerial objects. But, you know, the truth is that Biden knows that this is Gordon Chang, uh, his vulnerability. And so he snapped at a reporter over a question uh, when he came out of that presser this past week about his family's business relationships. Uh, when somebody, you know, yelled something like uh, asking if his family's dealings with China were compromised, uh, the United States dealings with China were compromised by his family's business relationships. Biden whipped his head toward the reporter, frowned, saying, Give me a break, man. And then laughed. I mean, it's this glib kind of give me a break. And yet, you know, he's very glib about the whole thing. He, he says very little. And Kamala Harris, Gordon Chang, when she's asked, you know, does this spy balloon from China, does it damage relations? She says, of course not. Now, it's almost as though, as you have just suggested, China is a protected class. Yes. You know, um, and, and we go back um, during the Biden administration and previous administrations. It's the United States that has um, encouraged China to become even more belligerent. The way we did that was that we ignored provocative acts from China, and that emboldened the worst aspects in the Chinese elements in the Chinese political system by showing everybody else in Beijing that aggression worked. So. We have policies that sound good to the ear, um, and they think we and we think they should work, but in fact they haven't. And in fact, they've created this dangerous situation. Biden is hopelessly stuck with these policies, which makes he's which means he's aggravating one of the most dangerous, most perilous periods in history by encouraging the Chinese to do more things uh, against us. Well, and uh, apparently now, Gordon Chang, the FBI. Uh, sees a growing Chinese hacking threat. Uh, and uh, the deputy assistant director of the FBI Cyber Division uh, spoke at a national association of the secretaries of state uh, this past Thursday, saying Chinese hackers are part of a sea of things, that's a quote, that we're concerned about, and warned the United States that Chinese hackers pose a growing threat and that their attempt to target political parties uh, it shows that there will be significant Chinese cyber activity in the coming year. We know in 2020 that the Chinese helped Joe Biden over Bernie Sanders in the Democratic primaries, and then it helped Biden over Trump in the general election. They've been messing in our elections and their operations from all that we can tell, Judge, are far larger than China's and very well may be more, sorry, than Russia's and, and, and very well may be more effective than Russia's. So China is the cyber threat. It's the threat that the Biden administration doesn't want to talk about. And going back to your earlier point about Biden snapping at a reporter, if you look at just from a, a distant point of view, 
Hunter Biden's relations with China. You take out the partisan filter. The point is, these relations don't happen in the absence of corruption or influence peddling. And the president needs to address that to the American public because the uh, facts are there. He has an obligation to say, what about Hunter Biden's business dealings? Especially because we know from the New York Times that Biden actually lied to the American people during the campaign about his relations and his son's relations with foreign business parties. So clearly, the president needs to address this, and his failure to do so, I think, is an indication of a guilty conscience. All right, Gordon Chang, I want to thank you for sharing your expertise with us, and uh, we will, I'm sure, be back to you as this uh, simmering uh, relationship continues uh, uh, in the Biden administration. Thanks so much, Gordon. Thank you, Judge. All right. And never forget, that's the commitment we made on 9-11. Honor it by donating $11 a month, just $11 to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. And up next on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Jeanine Show. This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. And now it's time for me to gavel out with my closing argument. All right, folks, I'm, I'm really fired up today. I hate it when America doesn't take care of her own citizens, her own people. I hate it when America is weak on the international stage. President Biden came out on Thursday of this past week and made a fool of himself. He reinforced the fact that we are afraid of China. I really believe that. I don't say that lightly. That we let China float its balloon, traverse the country, take what it needed, and then shoot it down over water. And you can decide for yourself whether the administration lied or was telling the truth. When they now say, oh, we knew about it when it left China, and we certainly knew about it when it was over the Aleutians. You know, after a while, you can't keep giving this administration the benefit of the doubt. They are inept, they are incompetent, and they're all about identity politics. You know, and the perfect example of that is when the president, you know, is appointing people to positions like vice president, the Supreme Court, uh, everyone in a position, you know, Pete Buttigieg's small town mayor, now our secretary of transportation, the guy can't even show up. His response is appalling. He shrugs off the toxic train wreck and says, train derailments, they happen all the time. Forget the fact that what's going on in that area is nausea, dizziness, headaches, other ailments. And the truth is right now that the concern about the air pollution from the Norfolk Southern's trains wreck rail cars has given way to some long-term worries about contamination of the water and the soil in East Palestine and beyond. 
Some locals say they're suffering headaches and rashes and are not comforted by what they see as a lack of solid answers from authorities. And, you know, state officials advise them to drink bottled water on Tuesday, but state and federal officials have said testing shows that the water supply is safe. Folks, if you had a child, you wouldn't put a child in the bathwater in that town. You wouldn't even take a shower yourself in that water. And the derailment of the train carrying these hazardous materials, I think, raises fresh questions regarding uh, the safety of operations strategy used by the largest North American freight railroads. Um, You know, what their job is, is to increase efficiency, speed, and reduce cost. And the truth is uh, that there are derailments that are dangerous happening all the time. And these trains have, I think, created a simmering uh, disaster in this country. And the Biden administration, instead of helping those people injured by the rail, are saying that federal disaster assistance uh, is not available because the state is not eligible. I can't believe this, but I do believe it. Because Joe Biden is clueless. And even though the guy said, oh, you know, I had my I had my uh, and my uh, exam this week and I am fit to be the president. He's not at all fit to be the president of the United States, folks. He can't even get a sentence outright. He can't take questions from reporters. He is inept and he has got he's, he's suffering from cognitive decline. And it's not because of his age. It's because of him as an individual. There are people who are 80 who are sharp as a tack. That's not the issue. But the truth is that when Americans are in danger, we expect the cavalry to show up. We expect that when there's a balloon flying over the United States by China that has said that the United States is its enemy, and we've got Biden who isn't able to even define China, uh, you know, we can only assume that it is for the purpose of uh, negative uh, harm to the United States, whether it's a nuclear grid uh, or electric grid, I should say, uh, or any other uh, kind of a response that will put China in a position of superiority over the United States. So the fact that the White House says that the Biden is fit to serve, he's healthy and a vigorous 80-year-old, he remains in tip-top shape. You know, he can't possibly, folks. You know, this guy has had several operations. Uh, I think it was aneurysms on his brain, that kind of thing. Uh, and we've seen him over the years. He's gotten worse. And, you know, as he grows closer to his decision on whether he's going to run in 2024, uh, you know, we have to worry about this. And his physician coming out and saying he's fit for duty uh, is sad. And it is not believable, just like his EPA telling people in Palestine, Ohio, the water is not contaminated uh, and it's okay now. And just like his allowing a Chinese balloon to spy over our sensitive missile sites is okay. Um, It is a shame. It is an absolute shame. And now Senator Fetterman, by the way, has been hospitalized for depression. Uh, which shows what little regard the Democrats have for this man's health. Of course he's depressed. 
And I give him credit for uh, going to the hospital and, and being treated. It must have been very, very bad for him to be hospitalized. And for the Democrats, it's all about winning. Uh, we've got to get people in office, folks, who care about us. And uh, I've just given you three examples of how the Biden administration could care less. All right, uh, we're out of time already. I want to make sure that you join us right back here next week. Same time, same place for the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers show. Have a great day, everybody, and take care. God bless.